well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Oh my goodness, what a day. You know, I like days like this. Any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> yeah, people don't get it. You know, we need to give God the glory for whatever day he sends. Be thankful hmm, and bless him anyway. Uh, you know, because it's another opportunity to bless him, to lift him up, to magnify him, to glorify him. Amen. And I just thank God for who he is today. How about you? Well, welcome to another broadcast of Together With Him. Uh, I'm Sister Ann, and we are the Laborers for His Harvest Ministries, and we are just, we're doing what we can. Hmm? And, you know, we got, we got a testimony today, and that's what our word is about today. You know, have you ever thought about just doing all that you can do? Doing all you can. And, you know, sometimes um, what we think what we're doing it doesn't matter but it does or maybe we're not moving fast enough hmm. you know what is it about society in the world where it says oh hurry up hurry up you need to do this you know what that is that's trying to stress you out to to get you all to the point to where all you all you think about oh i don't want to lose this good deal it's a marketing tool it's a sales ploy you know and really life uh, we're not trying to market life god gives us that it's a gift we're not trying to uh, sell sell anything nope nope because jesus has already paid the price come on he's already paid the price he's already made the way out of no way so all that stress that the enemy tries to bring you, bring us, look, you tell Slewfoot, mm, not today, devil. No, we're done with all that. And be thankful. Mm, bless the Lord. And, and go through life and, and look forward to what we can get done on today. This is a day that the Lord has made. You know, that scripture is just a beautiful scripture. And we got to choose to rejoice yes we do some people wake up happy some people wake up happy some people wake up and says oh what happened <laughs> you know i just thank god that he woke me up this morning started me on my way amen i have what i need today mm -hmm. i have what i need today and that's a testimony uh unto god amen what about you what about you? Well, let's go ahead. I'm going to dive right in because, you know, we're, we're not going to take long. We just want to spend a little bit more time together with him. And I know you're full. I've, I was, oh my goodness. Big shout out to the uh, New Life Worship Center. That, oh Lord, that Bishop Clyde Irvin, did he preach? Yes, he did. He preached. And gave a wonderful word. I know the people there were just blessed. And Lady Yolanda Irvin just blessed. Amen. We just thank God for that ministry. And the young people down there. We had a chance to visit today. Young people hanging out down there at the New Life Worship Center. Big shout out to all of you all. 
We thank God for you. Big shout out to our mother, Ida. Amen, mother Ida. Mm, thank you for your prayers, sis. Woo, thank you. Thank you for your blessings. Amen. Your listening ear. You know, everybody needs to have. Everybody should have some wisdom and guidance in their life. If you're a brother, look for that that brother that the Lord sends to minister to you. You know, it could be just your pastor. That's okay. You know, if you're a brother, you know, what about the deacon board or, you know, deaconhood, brotherhood in itself. Amen. And if you're a brother and you just can't seem to find someone to pour into you, Maybe that's because God wants you to grow up, eat that meat, and pour into somebody else. Amen. Maybe he's giving you that gift to be a blessing to somebody else. Sisterhood, same way. Pour into somebody if you can't find someone to pour into you. You bless the Lord and bless the people of God and people that God sends you to with the word of God. Yep, there it is. You know I had to work it in some kind of way. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It is sweeter than honey in a honeycomb. My goodness. And this word, I'm going to tell you, huh? Come on. It's a keeper. Hmm? God is a keeper. And he's a keeper. He keeps us too. Come on. Let's go ahead and enjoy our praise break on today. I give God some glory. Come on and praise the Lord with me. Come on now. And that rule is, we don't wait shout music. We don't wait. So do me a favor. My sister shouted right here. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Yes. Oh, that sounded kind of Baptist right there. Come on. Where my Baptist folk at? Go get some of that praise. Come on now.
Go ahead, sis. Bruh. goodness goodness come on what is it about god huh when you just think about him how you want to just come on wave your hand you know and and do your dance you just can't help it because he's been that good that is who he is to us he's just a good god amen Woo! thank you jesus Come on, grab that Bible. We're going to roll right into 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Come on. Roll right on into it. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? What is it about? Uh, they want to, uh, the world wants to try to get us confused or try to make us feel shame about what we do with our lives and as Christians and as saints. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, it, it, the labors are, uh, are few. Hmm. The harvest is, is ripe, but the labors are few. And it was that way even for Jesus. He said, pray for the labors of the harvest. Amen. Pray that, that God will strengthen those that are on the battlefield, yet holding it down for Jesus. Ain't playing, standing flat-footed, living the word of God before the world. Yeah, we need prayer. And we need folks to go ahead and roll up their sleeves and assume their posts. That's right. We are soldiers in the army of the Lord. And what is it about folks to wear... You know, they, they're not there. But, you know, don't be discouraged for those of us who are holding on. And those of us that are holding on, I don't care what age you are. I don't care if God has given you strength and insight and wisdom and you're 12, 15, 18, on up to 82. Come on. And however old you are. And maybe, maybe, uh, you know, the, the way the testimony is and all that to where you, you're just room zoom zooming and, you know, you're flying here. You know, they got big arguments about whether or not those uh, people that, that need jets should have them. If they're preaching the gospel or evangelists should have jets or if evangelists should have this or preachers should have that or whatever, you know. But uh, here's what I'm experiencing. I don't know about you. Maybe I'm the only one. You know, after after a while in running this race, yeah, yeah, we run this race for a while. I'm talking about some old schoolers. We're old schoolers. We yet hold it down for Jesus. We're not playing. Yeah, we haven't been perfect, but we are, have still been pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We, we've been yet doing it. And what is it about doing it to where we get discouraged sometimes? Well, I'm going to encourage you. I'm here to encourage you right now. And I've said it, and I thought about it today. This may be a good day for it, uh, to minister on how. How we need to just keep moving. 
Yeah, I know we preached on it. Slow moving, though, is better than no moving. <laughs> Slow moving is better than no moving. I know we've ministered that word. The king's business requires much haste. You know what? But I'm going to say this. I remember the woman with the issue of blood, that story, huh? that that account of where that woman had gotten to the point to where, look, she said, if I could just touch the hem of the garment huh, of our Lord Jesus passing by, come on, then she knew that she would be made whole. It's something about press and moving and continuing on. And not giving up. That just, I don't know. It just, it's its about glorifying God. To me, that's some glory in that. There's some glory in saying, okay, well, I, I might not be able to room zoom zoom and get this and zip zap and get that done here and there. But you know what? I can do this one thing. Mm, mm, mm. I can do this one thing today and do it well. Get it done. Amen. And, and God will be glorified. Slow moving, guys, is it, better than no moving. See, no moving when you can't move, that probably means that you're just not here anymore. It's done, you're done moving in this, in this realm. Huh? You're, you're finished with this. Hmm? You might be six foot under, but even though you're pressing, even though you're moving, even though you're making headway, come on, that's the blessing in it. I'm encouraged. Uh, there might be somebody out there, and I'm sure there is, point in time in life to where you may not be feeling well. Uh, you you may have some type of disability. You know, men have had the opportunity to get out there and work, and then now all of a sudden they laid up, hmm? or maybe in in what you're doing. It's, it's taken a while to get to that career level that you're anticipating, what, what God promised you. Hmm? Well, keep moving. Slow moving is better than no moving. Don't give up and don't give in. There's something about that. It's something about it. Let me show you. Let me show you just a couple of scriptures. Bible is full of scriptures. Amen. That helps us to stay encouraged to keep moving. Amen. I want to look at Second uh, Corinthians chapter 12, and we're going to read verses 7 through 10 right quick. And this is Paul. He's ministering in the letter to Corinthians. And, you know, the, the beginning of this, <clears throat> this passage talks about the thorn in the flesh. It does. Yeah. You know, what about these thorns in the flesh? You might be young right now. Huh? Beautiful in 18 and 19. Muscle bound, mm, beauty bound, all that ain't got to get up. Uh, do nothing. I woke up like this. Yeah. But as you continue on in life, there's some thorns. Or maybe you are 18, 19, a teenager, young person, and things are just kind of hard. Maybe it's, it's tough making ends meet. You might have to work those two jobs or that job while you're going to school. Yeah, you have to sacrifice and and not go to the movies or definitely leave the fast food alone. I'm just going to tell you that it's not even worth it. Learn how to cook. Learn how to cook. You'll get a better, better meal where it's going to give you some nourishment if you learn how to cook, brothers and sisters. Amen. Take care of that body. You know, may, maybe it's even about that. You know, you, you can't get out. Maybe maybe the food isn't there. I tell you, trust God. Keep moving. 
And those are thorns that's in in our lives, things and situations that we have to get through. You know, the, the Bible says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Come on, Psalms uh, 23, the 23rd Psalms. He says, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. See, we, we experience life. Life has its ups and its downs, and it is no different. When it comes to ups and downs, when it comes to ups and downs, even though you're saved. Yeah, but what we are, we're more than conquerors. Hmm? Through him who loved us, we're more than conquerors to know that God is yet with us. That he is not going to forsake us. That he is going to give us the strength. That he's not going to put more on us than what we can bear. You know, all of these wonderful promises in scripture. Amen. So let's look at this. It says in verse 7, and I'm reading out of the Amplified. Because of the surprising greatness and extraordinary nature of the revelations which I receive from God for this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to torment and harass me, to keep me from exalting myself. This is Paul. He's explaining. You know, Brother Paul wrote, uh, we were reading most of the New Testament. He wrote that. Amen. Verse 8. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me. But he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough always available regardless of the situation for my power is being perfected and is completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness therefore I will all the more gladly boast of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. We got to admit sometimes when things is hard, y'all. We need to admit when we need prayer. Oh, gosh. You need to admit it. What does it say? Paul said, look, hey, uh, I, uh, when, when it's rough, I, I, I'm going to admit it. Therefore, he says, I, I will all the, the more gladly boast in my weaknesses. I'm like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah, you know, we think that we're super saint. Okay, yeah, you know, then who gets the glory if we're the super saint? Yeah, let's go ahead and, and do what we're to do. We're to tell our daddy. We're to pray. Let the Lord know all about it. Trust him. Ask him what we should do and trust in his word when, when he reveals to us the truth. And know that it's going to be done right because it's his will based on what he says in his word. Come on. Yeah, that's how it works. Thank you, Jesus. And here's the key verse that I want to mention here. Verse 10. So I am well pleased with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? 
what's our weapon? What what are our weapons? The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What do we do? Huh? They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Come on, faith. We read that word. We catch that word. We get it. We believe it. We read it out loud. We hold on to it. We declare it. When that enemy tries to discourage us, we open up our mouths. We seek. We ask. We knock. God, show me. Help me. What's going on? We pray. We communicate. We have the, the relationship that we, that we need with our God. We believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of, of us. Because we diligently seek him. We wake up with him on our minds. We go to bed with him on our minds. Amen. That's what we do. Hmm? He says so. He's well pleased with, with weaknesses. Huh? Not that he, he's happy when weaknesses show. But he knows that even in that, that we still overcome. We overcome why? Because of him who first loved us, who loves us, who has empowered us. Hallelujah. Who strengthened us. Number one, with the right relationship that we need with him. Bought us back with his own blood. Hallelujah. What has God done? Thank you, Jesus. He says that he's strong. He's truly able, truly powerful, truly when he's drawing from God's strength. Yeah, God's strength. See, we have that Holy Ghost. Mm -mm -mm. Lord have mercy. Yes, the Holy Ghost is real. Yes, he's real. Yes, he's God the Father. He's God the Son. He's God the Holy Ghost. He's all three. He's one. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit down on the inside. So if you have uh, a rebellious spirit, you need to check it. One goes, that doesn't sound like the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, follow me. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. That's right. We, we're working some things out together. Praise God. You have a re rebellious spirit you can't learn right now because you got to go play the musical instruments or, you know, you can't take out time to collectively come together with your teachers and, and ministers that are there placed in the ministry to minister to you. Yeah, because you got to go practice or rehearse. No, that's not God's way. You take all of your time. You take your time, the time that you want to uh, lay up and, and binge watch. Take some of that time to work on God's music. But there's a time, and I'm talking to somebody out there. I feel this. There's a time to where, look, let's get in that word. Let's sit under. Thank you, Jesus. The ministry that God has put in your heart to hold on to and to value and ministries, come on, let's embrace people in love. Yeah, let's, come on, love, love people. Love them, bring them in and hold on to them in love. Wrap your loving arms around them. And don't make it hard for people holding on. Help them best way you can. Thank you, Lord. Drawing from God's strength. Slow moving is better than mo no moving. That's right. I can move. I, look, I'm drawn from God's strength. When I don't have the energy, when I can't do, I'm like, God, help me out. What, what, what am I supposed to be doing now? 
Yeah, get in his face. But he'll give you that wisdom on what to do. He'll say, come on, even if it's simple, drink some water. Maybe you're dehydrated. Oh, my goodness. Was it as simple as that? Huh? Eat, eat some potassium. If you can, have a banana. Yeah, drink a little juice. Amen. Bless yourself. It takes, it takes all of you. It takes all of you. Your mind, your body, your spirit connected to the Holy Spirit. It takes all of you to be that victorious disciple for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Woo, come on now. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, let's go ahead and turn to the book of Acts. I got a little typo here. You know, I'm good with it now. It's like, mm, fix that little typo. Thank you, Jesus. Turn to the book of Acts. And I want to turn to Acts. Let's turn to Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. We're going to run through this. And, and shout over it. That's right. Bless God for his word. Take your time. Enjoy him. And then we're going to be done. Get ready for the next phase as we fellowship with him. Thank you, Lord. Now let's look at uh, Acts chapter 20. And we're going to go down to verse 17. We're going to start there. And this is Paul again, but the story of Paul. And he was, uh, he had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he uh, wouldn't end up spending time unnecessarily in the province of Asia. So this is, this is Paul going and hanging out, doing what, what he's called to do, right? And this is at, towards the end of his ministry. Mm-mm-hmm. Yeah, end of ministry, end of life. Now, one thing, we don't even know uh, what days God has, has provided for any of us. Uh, we are hoping that being a young person, God would allow for us to live many years. Um, we're hoping that he would uh, give us the, the grace and strength to, to live 60, 70 years, 70 two years, uh, 80 years, 90 years, you know, we, we just want to make sure that we're making the most of life, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, even what Labors for His Harvest Ministries does and how we minister uh, to people who, uh, who are in recovery, we do that in rehab, because that right there is a very tormenting and damaging thing, but it, it sucks the life out of you. You don't have any years to, to think that, oh, well, I have time. You really don't know how much time you have living life, you know. That's why even what we when we encourage you to get saved, you know, let's get saved. The, the, the day that you hear the Lord's voice, we say, harden not your heart. Yeah. You know, get saved when you hear him because tomorrow's not promised to any of us. So we encourage people even in the, making that decision to do it now. Well, it's the same thing even for the work that you have done, you know, got to do and everything. You, you, you want to do the best you can and you want to do all of what you're called to do. And you know what it is. Hmm. You know what it is. If if the Lord put it in your heart, I'm going to say this to the glory of God, because he, he'll make a way for you to do it. If the Lord put it in your heart to be an architect, okay, uh, 
then be the architect. Press to do the architectural design. Hmm? Do that. Don't settle for less because for whatever reason. A lot of times people that we argue, we're going through, I'm telling you, they make uh, made a marijuana legal and I, pot smokers, marijuana smokers, they're just like, oh, it's legal now, you know. But what that has nothing to do with your salvation. It, it's a it's it's a it's a drug, <laughs> you know, and it's a mind altering drug. So just like alcohol, alcohol is legal, but we we as believers, we don't go drinking it. Now, when we when we have a, a tough day, we don't go grab a beer and sit in a lounge chair. That's not God's way. What we do, we engage the Lord, ask him for strength. Amen. Tell him about our day. Cast all of our cares upon him. Talk to him. Praise him. Worship him. Come on. That's what we do when we've had a bad day. That's what believers do. Well, you know, here, holding on to the idea and knowing that even even if it takes a while, do what you need to do. Because slow moving is better than no moving. Don't give up on it. Come on. Let's look at verse 17. That's Acts chapter 20, verse 17. Amen. Starting right there. Now, however, from Miletus, he sent word to Ephesus and summons the elders of the church to meet him there. And this is talking about Paul. Amen. And when they arrived, he said to them, You know well how I lived when I was with you from the first day that I set foot in Asia until now, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and trials which came on me because of the plots of the Jews against me. Now, this is the great Paul. Amen. The man that wrote, God blessed him to send the word of God through him. Uh, a lot of the books of the Bible, and you know, he still what he, he tears. He was crying. He had, the Jews folks was giving him a hard time. So, what makes us think that in life we're gonna have it easy? Come on, don't fall for the okey doke. Don't fall for the okey doke. That that prosperity dogma. Do, just not even a doctrine. It's it's a lie. You know, don't fall for, okay, I'm saved now, I'm good, I don't have any problems. And if the problems come, oh, that's because, uh, uh, for whatever reason, you know, and I thought you loved me, God, and, you know, you're not real. All that breaking down and tripping, pouting and, and all that. No, we're not doing that. We're, we don't just drink the milk of the word. We're growing up to eat the sincere the meat of the word not just drinking the sincere milk but to eat the word and to be strengthened from it see it makes us strong and we don't give up on our God like that so here we go and let's look at uh, verse 17 excuse me verse 19 serving the Lord with all humility with tears and trials which came on me because of the plots of the Jews against me you know how I did not shrink back in fear from telling you anything that was for your benefit or from teaching you in public meetings and from house to house. See, you know, the word of God, some, I'm going to just say some preachers just need that. Pastors just need to keep a job. Mm -hmm. Just keep the job. 
don't quit your day job. Talking about God's called me to preach. I'm going to quit my day job and just have the ministry take. Because you know what? Uh, you, you might get tempted to preach what people want to hear. The itching ears and all of that. Preach something that the Lord hasn't told you to preach to them. But you're trying to make them and keep them happy and make them happy so that they'll stay and give the two dollars that they're giving, you know, because maybe they haven't grown up to do the tithe. But then here you're just hustling the church. Don't do that. Keep your day job. You know, God will will provide for you and give you the strength. He'll give you some grace to continue on. You don't have to sit up there and take it to where you are. Uh taking advantage of God's people come on so because here's what he's saying he didn't shrink back Paul said he didn't shrink back in fear from telling uh, the people anything that was for their benefit and it's it, the whole Bible is for our benefit we're, we're to hold on to it and then definitely the holiness part holiness of hell is true come on and from teaching you in public places and from house to house. Come on. Verse 21. Solemnly and wholeheartedly testifying to both Jews and Greeks. Urging them to turn in repentance to God. And to have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. And now compelled by the Spirit. That's capital letter S here. Meaning the Holy Spirit. And obligated by my convictions. I am going to Jerusalem. Not knowing what will happen to me there. Thank you, Jesus. Not knowing what will happen to me there. Except that the Holy Spirit solemnly and empathetically affirms to me in city after city that imprisonment and suffering await me. Ooh. Wow. Paul was like, look. I know what's awaiting me. God told me to do something. And I know what's awaiting me there. City after city. He says imprisonment and suffering await me. My goodness. Okay. God said. He gave you them children. Gave you that wife. Oh. Gave you that husband. Gave you that house. Okay. And you know you have an obligation there. You got to get up and go to work. It's his way. Burn the little extra time that you have to think about other sources of income that can help you along. But you got to get up. Yeah, you got to get up and you got to go make it. So uh, what Paul was meeting, what he had to deal with, uh, big, huge. Yeah, his calling was that he, he was in prison. In prison and suffering awaited him to be obedient to what God called him to do. Come on. Let's look at verse 24. Mm -mm -mm. And here's the key verse. But I do not consider my life as something of value or dear to me. So that I may with joy finish my course. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify faithfully of the good news of God's precious undeserved grace, which makes us free 
of the guilt of sin and grants us eternal life. He said, look, I don't look at my life. My life isn't as important as finishing what God told me to do. See, when we surrender our lives to the Lord, that's a beautiful thing. Because there's purpose in that. He shows us why we were created. Yeah. And you know, it's a pretty simple life, y'all. Uh, don't watch so much TV. If it's, as, if it's as simple as raise your children. Take, take your family to, to church. Minister to your family. Pray with your spouse and your children. Be kind to one another. If it's as simple as that, uh, that's easy, isn't it? Yeah, all this other stressed out, oh, you just stress me out or whatever. Why? Why are you letting someone stress you out? And if they are stressing you out, stop stressing them out. Let's get along in it. Let's, let's enjoy what God has, has given us. Look, it, it, I know inflation hurts. I, I I understand that. I know rent rent went up. I know gas is high. Yeah, I know all of that. But here's the thing. When we stay focused on what God called us to do, we realize it's not that bad. No. It's just that old flesh don't want to do anything anyway. Flesh wants to lay up, tongue hanging out. Flesh wants to make excuses. Flesh wants the time to pass. And then we look back and, and then we want to blame somebody else for what has happened in our lives. Even though God woke us up and told us something to do. and what Told us what we need to do personally. Amen. Speaking to our hearts. Looking at the gifts and talents that he's given us. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So as we continue on, we need to know that. We need to know that when it comes to uh, our lives, come on, now God loves us. See, when God's got our back, we can move forward. Yeah, see, God's got, it, got us encircled. He encamps around about us, protecting us, watching over us. See, when God's got us, we can keep moving forward. See, I do not consider my life as something of value or dear to me so that I may with joy oh wow with joy you wake up you wonder where your joy is actually your happiness why am i now happy oh well what are you doing did you wake up and 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 get in god's face because the joy of the lord is our strength yeah with joy finish my course and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what? I know we've said a ministry is way more than getting to somebody's pulpit. Ministry starts right when you wake up. Ministry is ministry starts. I don't care if you don't have a family. You know who you're to minister to? Yourself. As you look in that mirror. Minister by brushing your teeth. Minister by washing your face. Minister by jumping in that bath or shower. Minister by taking that walk and the fitness in the body. Minister through prayer. Huh? Keeping those clothes clean. Minister by going to work where you have something to, 
to not just bless your home, but bless the bless the church too. See, ministry, if it's just you, it's ministry. There's work to be done. Thank you, Jesus. He wanted to finish his course. Yeah, don't give up. Don't give in to temptation. Yeah, temptation. Oh, this is too hard. I wanna I wanna commit Harry Carey. No, you don't. You don't want to do that. Yeah, you don't want to keep going in circles. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm going to go back out there and, you know, get high, get drunk. I'm not ready for this. It's getting on my nerves. You know what? You better hold yourself down. If you got to take a mental idea, hold yourself down. Tie yourself up in a chair. Hold yourself down. Yeah, see, hold on. Finish the course. And the ministry which he you receive from the Lord Jesus to testify faithfully of the good news of God's precious undeserved grace which makes us free of the guilt of sin and grants us eternal life see that was the calling and as we work in our worldly callings yes it's worldly callings our jobs Mm, our positions in life then we work on as well our spiritual calling which is our relationship with God amen our relationship we got to work on that we're more than just physical flesh we are spiritual beings as well we have a spirit praise God are you in right relationship with God? Hmm? Or are you still wondering, trying to trying to wonder if it's if it's the right thing to do or whatever, or struggling with not giving up that girlfriend, boyfriend, drug, alcohol, line, illicit, illicit relations, you know, just sin in general, being defiant, clowning. Uh, are you still struggling with that? Well, what about giving, giving all of those issues that you have, just giving it to God, trusting him and saying, God, I, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. Taking that step to, to profess, confess, talk to the Lord, ask him, taking that first step to ask him to be saved, getting in his face. What about starting there? Let's try that. If you need to be saved, you can start by praying this. Pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. 
I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you are on your way to having a wonderful relationship with God. Hmm. You've asked Him. You've asked Him to be your Lord and Savior, huh? And He is faithful. He's coming. He's coming in. He's taking over. Amen. He's going to lead you and guide you. Big shout out to you, Sister Julia. God bless you. I miss you too, sis. I've been, I, I'm thinking about making it on down there. I, I think I got some time coming in this, this, the following Sunday. So I'm definitely looking down to come down there and hanging out with the brothers and sisters at the historical Boone Tabernacle. God bless you. Amen. Brother Calvin, amen to you. Thank you for your encouragement word. Encouraging. Amen. Praise God. Sister Reza, amen to you, my sis. I got girl, call me. We got the text messages going throughout the week. See, these are people that that bless me. Amen. They bless the ministry, but they bless me. You know, they're my friends. Praise God. All right, Sister Yolanda. Praise God to you. Miss you. Amen. Dr. Anthony Clark, God bless you. God bless the saints of God everywhere. And I am so encouraged on today just to know that God is still on the throne. And we, we, we're coming in. We're coming in for some victories. We are coming in for some victories. God's got big plans. 
and God is going to answer these prayers that we have been sending up to him and he's going to strengthen us amen praise God praise God slow moving is better than no moving saints keep moving and I always say if the Lord says the same we'll see you next time Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.